You're listening to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. I'm a certified life, health, and nutrition coach, and I'm also a breast cancer thriver. If you're trying to figure out how to move past the trauma and the emotional toll of breast cancer, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I will give you the tools and the insights to create a life that's even better than before breast cancer. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. This is a super exciting show because we are kicking off the month of July. And I've been telling you for some time now that July is a very special month for me. It is the anniversary month of my original diagnosis. So I'm celebrating another year of life from the first time I heard the words, you have breast cancer. And there's going to be a lot of special things coming your way. One of those special things is the Reclaim Your Life After Breast Cancer Summit. And I am a speaker in the summit along with 20 other speakers who are touching on all kinds of different topics surrounding reclaiming your life after breast cancer. And I'm very excited today to share an interview with the woman who put together this entire summit, which is a huge, huge project in and of itself. I have tremendous respect for her for taking this on, but I'm so excited to give it to you because it brings together just a wealth of information in one spot. And even though we're all coming through breast cancer, we may be years out still working on life and working on our thoughts and getting things in order the way we want them to be for ourselves. We're all in different places. And so there are a lot of different perspectives in this summit, and I believe there's something in it for everybody. So let me give you a quick introduction to my guest, Karen Del Maestro, and then we'll jump right into the interview so you can hear all the good stuff. So Karen, after 20 years of working in the health and wellness field, has overcome many traumas. She's uniquely qualified to help breast cancer survivors worldwide bounce back after treatment. She combines her extensive knowledge of self-care, nutrition, anti-inflammatory living, women's hormones, and she fuses her personality, which is great, as she calmly guides you step-by-step from a place of barely existing towards living your greatest life. As a health and transformation coach, Karen specializes in helping women to prioritize taking better care of themselves so that they have more energy to care for the ones they love. So I am going to jump right in and let you listen to Karen. And we're going to talk about not only some of our own personal experiences and more of Karen's background and what brought her to the place where she put this summit together, but some little tidbits about what you can expect. And I will be posting links where you're listening to this podcast. You can scroll down to the bottom and see links where you can register for free to attend this summit and to watch all of these interviews, get all the free gifts that the speakers are offering, and just get a tremendous amount of value. So without further ado, I want to welcome Karen to the show and hope you enjoy this interview. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for joining me on the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great, Laura. Thank you so much for having me here. And I know we're going to have a great time today catching up. 
Uh, yes, we definitely are. So I talked a little bit about you through your bio and about what is coming up. And I just want to really dig in a little more to you and your passions and how you serve our community of breast cancer survivors. And then we'll jump into also like some maybe little tidbits and little nuggets that about what people can look forward to in the summit, because I think it just brings so much value to our community. And I want to make sure I think there, there might be a lot of women out there who've never attended a summit and what that actually means, right? So we'll get yes. into that too. So everyone gets a better understanding of it. Yeah. Okay. So tell me a little bit about you and your work and let's talk about that. It about me. Wow. I mean, I, I essentially have been in health and wellness for 20 plus years at, at this point. First as a personal trainer. So I have a big background in um, movement, kinesiology, anatomy, things like that. And then after a life-altering car accident, um, which was the first time in my life that I lost everything, mm. lost my job, my house, my ability to move, everything. Um, and I say it was the worst and best time of my life, not unlike our breast cancer journey. Mm. Um, and so for me, I learned so many things through that, through that time and trauma in my life, right? That I started to practice. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we, we move on to 2018 when I was diagnosed with breast cancer myself and mm -hmm. no family history of breast cancer, um, a lot of family history of other cancers. And so they decided to do uh, genetic testing. Um, and I come to find out that I also carry the BRCA2 genetic mutation. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, that was a lot to like take in all at once. And then finding out that my two adult children also carry the gene. Is that something that drove you more to be concerned? Because I know you focus on a lot of removing toxins from the body, right? And, and taking the best possible physical care of the body. Do you think that that has, or from where you're coming from, not only does it make you feel better physically, but what are your thoughts on that having an effect on the whole genetic epigenetic type of thing and supporting your lowering your risk of recover, uh, recurrence, I should say? Yeah, um, for me, it, it's one of the big four factors as far as I'm concerned. You know, we know that this is known as an environmental disease. Only 15% of diagnoses are due to genetics. Mm -hmm. So 85% are due to what are known as environmental factors. Yeah. And for me, that toxin piece, along with food, along with stress, which I call the forgotten toxin, mm. um, and also self-care, yeah. are the big four things for me that I focus on in my health coaching practice. But toxins is a big one, and I think it's often forgotten. Mm -hmm. um, and the BRCA gene for me does play a role. There is this element for me that is, this is something, I think we all live with cancer. Absolutely. You know, in one way or another, since from when we are diagnosed, um, different than living with metastatic. And, you know, that's something else again, as mm -hmm. you all know. Um, but I've, I have this thing that is always going to be there that's never going to change that increases my risk, not only for breast cancer, but melanoma, eye cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer. Right. So um, I also did a complete hysterectomy three months after my double mastectomy. Okay, okay. 
so everything for me is about lowering that risk as much as we can. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that the toxic burden is a major thing. And like you said, it's sometimes forgotten. I think that, and I've even found with myself that we'll get a diagnosis or a scare of some kind and want to be really good. Right. And just be like, Oh God, I'm going to be really good because I'm really scared. And then we go along you're like, Oh, I'm good. And I've even since my stage four diagnosis been through these periods where I'm like, oh, well, gosh, my tumor markers are great. This tumor disappeared. I'm doing great. Sure. I'll have another martini. Right. And little by little, we go back and we normalize. Right. We go back to this normal and we get out of the routine. I think a part of that is the thought that it to live a non-toxic life is one impossible and two requires too much discipline. Right. What do you think about that? Well, I think, you know, we could say that about anything, right? And, and first of all, my philosophy is an 80-20 lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mine is probably realistic, more of a 90-10. That's my choice, yeah. right? But for me, I never talk about perfection. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, we deserve to enjoy our life, Absolutely. whatever that looks like. And so if that means having a little bit of chocolate or that martini, or um, we were talking about hair before, dyeing your hair, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many things, right? We have, to, we have the ability to pick and choose what we want to do. What I see is my role is, do you even know where these toxins are hiding? Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, yes, we, there are so many things that we cannot control. But I truly do believe you can buy a laundry detergent that is less toxic than the other one that you're already buying, right? You can choose makeup or shampoo, less toxic than one you're, you're, you know, so for me, it's about swapping what you're already purchasing Mm -hmm. for something that is cleaner and safer Mm -hmm. because you're buying anyway. So why not? I agree. Yeah. And I think that there are just some things that are part of our quality of life. Like you said, like, like makeup, I love eyeshadow. I'm not going to not wear eyeshadow. And people are like, Laura, you could decrease your risk of cancer or you increase your risk of healing by 5% if you stop wearing eyeshadow. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I love eyeshadow. (laughs) That's me, you know? Right. So I love that philosophy and I share it too. Less is better right? If we can lighten the burden, if our liver has to detox a few less external chemicals and can focus on keeping us healthy, even better. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, it's, I like to think of our bodies as um, a rowboat. If we think of a rowboat, right? And it's got holes in it. And toxins are the, is the water that's coming in through the rowboat. Mm -hmm. Okay. And because so many, so often people say to me, well, why don't we just detox? Let's just detox, right? But the problem is that detoxing is like bailing out the water in that rowboat, but the holes have not been plugged. I love that analogy. Yeah. Right. So Mm -hmm. if we can seal up some of those holes and then detoxify and detoxifying, by the way, I'm not necessarily talking about a juice cleanse or something like that, but having an Epsom salt bath at night, mm-hmm. that magnesium works wonders and mm-hmm. helps throw out toxins from your body and it feels good. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, it can be dry skin brushing, great for lymphedema, 
Mm -hmm. But doing that also helps to detoxify. Make sure that you're drinking plenty of water. There's so many simple things that we can do that are not as something as strict as we often think about when we think about detoxing. Yeah. And I know you have a background in traditional Chinese medicine. I have one in Ayurveda and this type of thing, right? Abhyanga, self-massage, dry brushing. There are so many natural, easy things to do. And I love that they are part of self-care and they're also a part of just self-love and that even touching yourself, getting to know yourself again, touching yourself, giving yourself care. Yeah. That is so, it's so incredibly important. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a, a gratitude practice that I do in the shower every morning. So as I'm literally, we're touching our body anyway, right? We're showering. Yeah. yeah. So as I am showering every day, I am thanking my hands for everything they lift and the, their ability for what they do for me. Computer. Beautiful. Whatever throughout the day. Arms for lifting, feet and legs for walking. I give gratitude to every part of my body. Yeah. Carrying me through this breast cancer journey for letting me be here and, and share hopefully something that helps somebody every day, you know? Um, and, and it is self-care and it is self-love um, and, and learning to be okay with touching parts that maybe we're not okay with yet. Exactly. Such a beautiful practice, such a great point. So switching gears for a moment here. I wanted to have you on the podcast so that my audience could hear all the value that's going to be available to them. Mm. And I want to know, like, what possessed you to take on this tremendous load to bring together all this value so they could hear so many different perspectives. And I know I've seen the names of some of the people. I know who some of the people are in the summit. I've looked at them up. I've listened to their philosophy. So there's this beautiful range of ideas on how to take care of yourself and love yourself and embrace and engage in life. And I love that there's so many different points of view. So what, what made you do this to yourself, woman? Well, I guess um, we, we could say that maybe this was um, <laughs> one of those crazy moments, you know? <laughs> no, you know, I mean, to be honest, and, and just for you guys listening, the summit is called Reclaim Your Life After Breast Cancer. And Laura is also one of these amazing, fabulous speakers. So, um, you know, and I'm super grateful to have you there and, and do this. But, Happy to be there. you know, my mission and my purpose, and I know it so clearly and feel it in my heart, is to serve this breast cancer community. Mm -hmm. I truly do know that that's why I've been through everything that I've been through, including that car accident, right? That start over from scratch, figure it all out. What does it look like? Who am I now? All of the big things I, I got to do a long time ago so that I could keep practicing and practicing so that here I get to implement it and share it, right? Right. So for me, it was like, how can I help and serve the biggest number of people mm -hmm. in one event? Honestly, thousands of breast cancer survivors le learn something, take away something that is going to help them reclaim their life. Right. And so that's that was the intention behind it mm -hmm. was was truly how how do we get to serve on a really big scale because mm -hmm. we know that there's a lot of you out there a lot yeah and for anybody who hasn't been to a summit tell us a little bit about a summit and how it works and what people can expect and what value they can take away from it absolutely so this 
summits are, are run differently, right? So let, let me explain how this one works. Um, after you sign up for the summit, um, and when we start, and we the interviews are airing between July 9th and the 15th, um, and you will receive into your inbox three new interviews every day for seven days. They're pre-recorded. You have access to them for 24 hours. There will also be some amazing conversations going on in the Facebook group to kind of highlight and debrief the day speakers. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's an opportunity to come meet fellow survivors and build that sense of community. And some of the things that we're going to be talking about, you know, I, you, you triggered me before when we were talking about touching our breasts and touching our body. And one of our speakers is Erin Price, and she actually teaches massage um, after breast cancer, specific to breast and chest surgeries. Interesting. Um, so she, her philosophy is just wonderful um, about kind of reintroducing this, this new anatomy, right? I no longer have breasts, I'm concave. Mm -hmm. I had to learn a new anatomy. It was completely mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. And I chose to go under reconstruction saying, I'm going to try this. And if for some reason it doesn't work and I wasn't thinking what I was dealing with, I was thinking more um, infection or, or something like that. But I said, if something happens, then I'm okay at 56, taking these out of my body. What's known as explanting, and by the way, we have somebody else in the summit, Robin Tout, who's talking about breast implant illness and the symptoms and what to look for and um, what, you, what you may be experiencing and thinking it's your medications. Yeah. But I was told, no, that's Karen, that, that's your letrozole. Like, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I chose to what's known as explant. Mm -hmm. And it's really important that those implants are explanted correctly mm -hmm. um, to really get the benefit of taking them out of your body. Okay. And so it wasn't a decision that we came to lightly. I mean, my husband and I really talked about it. Is it going to affect intimacy? Is it going to affect how he views me? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's a tough, I mean, going through breast cancer period is tough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, any kind of reconstruction is difficult. And we're dealing with all of these identity issues, right? It changes Absolutely. how we look at ourselves. Absolutely. Um, and here I was about to do something that would make me look even more different. Mm -hmm. um, and I am now left and I'm concave. So mm -hmm. I'm not even beautifully flat like you see many people. That's not my anatomy. Mm -hmm. It's not how my body is. Um, and so I, I lovingly say now that I have footprints where my breasts once lay. That's what I say. It's like yeah. where my breasts once lay. Because yeah. they're, they're indents and that's mm. just, you know, I, I've heard so many people talk about it and, and it wasn't in a loving way. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to approach my body with something that wasn't with love. Yes, so important. And so mm -hmm. I really thought about how do I want to refer to my flat chest? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I came up with. It's footprints where my breasts once lay. And I love it. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, but but you're right. I mean, 
coming up, choosing, you know, looking at that and recognizing the words I use towards me to describe me are going to affect the way I feel about me. They're going to affect the way I feel others see me and view me. And it has a huge impact on our self-image and our self-confidence. So I love that. And I think it is so important to be able to look at herself and say, how do, what words will I use with myself? So they're coming from a place of compassion. Yeah. And that's something actually that quite a few of our speakers talk about Mm -hmm. is that coming at that from that self of uh, talking to ourselves with, with compassion versus, um, you know, I know in, in one of my interviews with Dr. Christy Hibbert, where we're talking about motherhood after breast cancer, And, you know, we were talking about feeling like the body betrayed us, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is something that we very common, Mm -hmm. very common, very, very common. And so she and I dove into that. She's a clinical psychologist, dear friend of mine, um, and and such a great conversation. Um, She's very real and very raw and very honest, as all of my speakers were about their own experience. You know, we're we're not sugarcoating things in this summit. And are all the speakers breast cancer survivors? Not all. Predominantly, they are because I think we bring a different um, real life experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Some are not. Uh, One of the ones that comes to mind is uh, the wonderful Susanna Kay, who is um, a professional organizer. Mm. Okay. And what I wanted to do is I was pulling everybody together is I wanted real life things. I wanted to really address the things that I hear every day from the, from my breast cancer community. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. similar to what you're hearing. Sure. You know, how many of you struggled with the fact that the laundry was piling up or the papers were piling up and you were being super hard on yourself because you didn't have the energy Mm -hmm. or like me after surgery, I felt like a T-Rex. I put mm-hmm. a lot of my breast tissue went under my arms. I had incisions ran to my back. Yeah. Um, and I was like a T-Rex for months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, true. And so, you know, Susanna's coming in and giving us, um, I'm not going to even share the title of her talk. Because yeah, no, we got to have some secret surprises yeah, here. It'll yeah. give it away, but but super helpful tips. And this is what I wanted. I wanted to actionable steps. I'm all about being able to take actionable steps, right? Absolutely. Because the reality is there's enough information out there. Mm-hmm. We are all overloaded with information. And I know for me, when I've got all of this information and I'm not able to do anything about it, then I have to fight that negative voice in my head that's saying, come on, do it, do it. <laughs> and then you have overwhelm, right? It's like, ah, what do I do? Now I'm overwhelmed, so I do nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I feel ashamed that I'm doing nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what, what you're going to find with each of our speakers is we are giving you actionable steps. Yeah. And, and so that's different than maybe other summits that you might go to where you're, you're, you've got a lot of medical information coming at you. Yeah. We are really looking at life after treatment. Although if you're in it, this is going to help prepare you. So don't shy mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. But actionable things. 
I think that is so important. You brought up something a minute ago and it made me think, and you said you may be thinking that symptoms that may be coming up from a breast implant are a result of medication. And I, as I'm sure you do often deal with women who are in pain or you know, suffering from fatigue or moods and things like that, and think that this is, has to be a part of it, that this is just because of medication. When there's so many things we could do, we'll, we start with, okay, well, what are you eating? How are you moving? How are you hydrating, right? These are, can we get this stuff in line first? As you said, the things you have power over, the things you can control, the day-to-day things you do. Are you sleeping? Do you have a sleep apnea? Do you have something? And can you get all this together now see if you're having as much pain now see if you're that uncomfortable and i think when we come out of breast cancer treatment a lot we think it's got to be about the medication when really and truly like you were saying removing as much toxins as you can but doing all the things and ask yourself am i doing everything i can to reduce pain discomfort and fatigue and emotional distress from the outside in as well yes. yeah, yeah. And we have a, spe- a sleep expert too. Oh, because you're bringing these things up. I'm just like, yep. well, sleep is, it's so important. Sleep is so important. Yeah. yeah, it's crucial. And so, you know, she really dives into why we not, might not be sleeping well and gives some really actionable steps on things that we can do. So got, we've got somebody else who's talking about um, the safe use of cannabis in breast cancer. So for people that are in pain that perhaps are trying other things, that may be a way to manage your pain. Yeah. Uh, again, it, it's more complicated than you think. It's not a, just use it or don't use it. Um, you really want to listen to this because I was actually really surprised at the information that she shared. Awesome. Um, and, and just FYI, I am on letrozole mm-hmm. and Thank I you. deal with minimal joint pain, sleep really well, minimal brain fog, um, so a lot of the side effects, and so Laura and I are both examples, and we're not talking about being perfect. No, God, no. <laughs> I wish I want to be perfect. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. I don't even think I want to. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> but we're intentional. Yes. And that's yes. the thing. I'm very intentional. I know you are too, about yeah. what I eat, about how much I move, about how I am caring for this body to support its ability to heal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to be talking about self-care to help get your energy back. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to be speaking in there too about that because um, there's so much, you know, but I think when we think about our energy, we automatically go to the physical things. What mm-hmm. are you are you sleeping are you drinking enough water but I think it's often and I know this is something that you talk about but it's not always something that the doctors are talking about right Right. they're not talking about how stressed are you how much pressure are you putting on yourself are you know are you trying to go back to a life that you can't go back to Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that a lot of us talk about in the summit Mm-hmm. what to do instead and, and really looking forward versus back um you know but it, there's, there's a whole psychological emotional part of that fatigue yes but it's not always talked about so we're talking about that too excellent yeah 
emotional toll is real. Emotions take energy. Managing your mind takes energy. Processing trauma takes energy. And, you know, I'll hear, why am I so tired? I don't know why I'm so tired. And it's like, well, sit down and look at what's actually happening in your life and what you're processing and managing and trying to find balance with. And you're absolutely right. People think that that isn't something that they have to factor in, but it's like, you know, the people pick out the president's clothes for a reason. So it's one less thing he has to use uh-huh. his, his mental energy on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so much of the journey is about I like to call it lightening the load that we're carrying. Mm-hmm. Focus that precious, precious commodity, our energy, on the things that are going to impact your health and well-being. Absolutely. And I think that what you've done in bringing so many people together with all these varying perspectives is that when you go to a summit like this, there's so much in it for you because there's tidbits you can pick up from everybody. Something is going to resonate. You're going to hear a new tip. You're going to hear something you think I can incorporate that in my life and make your journey easier on yourself. I mean, it's all the elements, isn't it? And, you know, I say the next stage of recovery starts after treatment ends. Absolutely. Yeah. I've also got um, an intimacy expert Mm. at the summit. Um, And I know that that's something that is, is often another one of those things that isn't talked about that we carry on our own and don't and think that there's something maybe wrong with us. And I, you know, it's really important you to know that you're not alone and this is a really big 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 topic within Mm -hmm. the breast cancer community and so we're going to be opening the doors there and really talking with my friend Tess and in Australia so we get to listen to her lovely accent yeah we're jam-packed I love it and the intimacy thing not just from the change in our breasts that happens but from the change that occurs from menopause vaginal dryness atrophy pain this is huge. And you're right. Now and then I'll see people post about it in one of my groups. I was like, sorry to bring this up, but you know, does anybody else, or I'll see many posts where people say cancer ruined my sex life, cancer ruined my marriage because it ruined my sex life. And it's so important to know that there are things you can do to remedy that and support that. And not just from a physical perspective, but from the way we think about ourselves and our bodies because as most of us know with women sex starts between the ears right exactly and some you know one of the nuggets that i learned um is that libido which is you know we talk about menopause and medications and everything like loss of libido is such a big thing um it's actually in our brain is where that libido comes from that desire to even be intimate And so there are so many things that can be done and so many issues too. So, um, you know, often what I hear a lot, you know, is that, oh, just use some lube or something. Right, right. And that may not be the best advice because it depends on what's going on. Yeah. We're diving into that. You know, I've got two speakers, one who's um, an intimacy expert, another one who's speaking from a more personal journey. Awesome. Um, you know, so it's a big topic. It's one, when we talk about reclaiming our life and really no matter the age, right? But we have to acknowledge that there are women being diagnosed very young now. Mm-hmm. But, 
you know, many of us are still active in our um, intimacy and everything, and it affects all of us. Yeah. And it affects, like you said, the relationship, mm -hmm. our sense of self-confidence, mm -hmm. our sense of, am I even lovable? Yes, absolutely. It breaks well, my heart when I hear that, well, and I hear it a lot. Yeah. Yes so important and I'm so honored to be a part of it and to have been invited to be a part of it. Thank you. And I'm going to post the link where people can go and register now. Registration is open. There are a couple of ways to participate in it for uh, free and, and as a VIP experience also, right? So they can go to this link and check out and find a way of participating that works for them. I'm so glad that you came on here and that you went to all of this work holy moly, all this work to put something like this together. Because as we talked about before, there are other summits out there and I've participated in other summits, but to have one that focuses on just breast cancer, like some of them are just health summits and breast cancer is a piece of it. A lot of them, it's about cancer from a medical perspective. But I really love this very personal, intimate approach to what many of the speakers have been through and why we do what we do in the world now, which has yeah. been our, our passion because of our experience. And so I just think that there's a really special value in this summit. And I thank you for coming on and talking with me about it. Uh, is there anything else that you want people to know before we uh, sign off? I think we should let them know what you're talking about on the summit. Laura's going to be sharing about life being better after mm -hmm. breast cancer and, and adopting a, a, the mindset of healing and self-compassion. And um, our conversation is one of great beauty and you're going to take a lot away from it. And I'm going to share just one little thing and, and, that we talked about and it's about learning to love yourself and we all need to do that mm -hmm. we absolutely do we all need to do that because if we want anybody else to love us we have to love ourselves first 100 percent, absolutely yeah so i'm super excited for for everybody to listen to you the only thing that i will say you may be wondering what's the difference between the free version and the vip let me just handle that very quickly so that you are super clear. When you sign up for free, you get access to each day's videos for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. For VIP, you get lifetime access. So if you know that you're gonna to struggle to get to them, I suggest, and it's just $37 before the summit starts. So hop in before it starts because it will be going up. Um, but you get lifetime access to videos, audio, and the transcripts. Mm -hmm. the speaker is giving a free gift. There's, a, there's a, so much value in so many ways, but you're going to come away with your life being changed. Yeah. And to me, that's the most, in, the, in a positive, incredible way. Yeah. And that's really great because then they can take their time and go back and rewatch and listen. Yeah. 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 You know, for me, it's, 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 and I do that all the time. It's like, I'm watching or I'm listening and I'm just like, what was that again? And Same. so- yeah. And so, you know, I want to, and if somebody is uplifting and there's a story in there on a day that you're not feeling so good, you go back and you listen to it and you Absolutely. watch it. Or if you're out for a walk, you put your earbuds in and you listen. I mean, yeah. So I want you to make it available, you know, for as lifetime access so that you do have that opportunity. So, awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for being my guest here, Karen. And I'm looking forward to hearing so much from this audience about their experience because I know a lot of people are excited to go to the summit. Amazing. And thank you again, Laura. Thank you for having me and for participating and sharing your beautiful soul. So thank yeah. you. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Definitely. Thank you. All right, friends, I hope you are as excited to attend the summit and listen to all of the different speakers and get all the different free gifts of support as I am. I'm excited to be participating in it and hopefully to reach even more survivors and more lives and have a bigger impact. So you can scroll down where you're listening to this podcast. You'll find the links to register for free for the summit, or you can just go to my website, thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com, where you will see the link right up at the top of my website to register for the summit and get it in your calendar and plan on watching these speakers or listening to them throughout the day, or at least set aside some time to be able to listen to them when you have free time each day. I think you'll get a tremendous amount of value and I'm very, very happy to have had this invitation from Karen to be able to join. And I hope you love it. I look forward to hearing what you have to say. So come and find me at the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach on Facebook, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach on Instagram, and let me know your thoughts. And I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, please be good to yourself. Take care. You've put your courage to the test Laid all your doubts to rest Your mind is clearer than before Your heart is full and wanting more Your future's at the door Give it all you got No hesitating You've been waiting This is your moment